Hello and welcome back to another Milwaukee Admirals podcast with Charlie Larson. I'm Aaron Sims and uh, a special one today, one of the Admirals all-time greats. Uh, this guy's won everywhere, Charlie. Everywhere. Everywhere. Literally everywhere. Right. Probably, probably playing um, mites. On his way over here, he was winning. Right. That's, that's what he was doing. What exactly. 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 <laughs> exactly. He's uh, Admiral's great, uh, Tony Herkus. Tony, thanks so much for doing this. Oh, this is great to be here. Uh, we really appreciate it. Char- Charlie explained to you the 50th season of Admiral's hockey, and we're doing a lot of Admiral's historical type things and and obviously you're a big part of it i one of my biggest thrills and i've told people this and i don't want to make this about me but one of the biggest thrills i've had in my professional life was being the mc the night your number was retired that was one of the biggest thrills uh, that i could possibly have and i'm curious what it was like for you to be out there and uh, to be greeted and and saluted by the fans yeah well it was a very nice night and i you know really thankful for the admirals for doing that and uh you know i got to have my family there and a lot of their they were in high school at times so with a lot of their friends were yeah. at the game with with them and and i uh, got to celebrate with them but just to be out there and you know see all the fans that you know i really through the 90s and the early 2000s be there for us and uh you know it was just very exciting not too many guys get their number retired no anywhere in in, in hockey and uh uh, it was just a thrill for me and a great honor. Well, you mentioned two stints with the Admirals. So when in in the mid '90s, when you joined the team, it was an independent club. How yes. did you get How did you get here? Well, uh, a lot of it had to do with Peter Bukovic was the coach. Okay. I grew up with Peter in Thunder Bay. Oh, I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah, yeah. So we were we hung around as teenagers and and uh, never played hockey together is he um, a couple years older than you he's a year older than I am. just a year older yeah, than you okay yeah. so but we have played against each other and and but we only lived a couple blocks away from each other so we right. grew up and and uh had our group that we hung out with and uh but you know he he was the first guy to call me and because I, I was um couldn't find an nhl deal so uh and we went up to Milwaukee to check it out, and we, we ended up loving it. And where were you? Were you coming from San Jose? Where were you no, last? I was in uh, the last part. I was in St. Louis, Louis and, okay. and Peoria. Okay. So, and uh, kind of I talked, well, obviously played against Peter was the coach sure. when I was in Peoria. And, you know, we, we talked a bit, and, and he mentioned that they would love to have at, me. At the time, there was yeah. like 22 NHL teams, right? Yeah. San Jose so would have been 22. Yes. So it's the, the, the jobs were far less. There was yes. 200, 200 less jobs yeah. than there are today. Yeah. So, and, uh, you know, talked to Phil and got things done and signed a three-year deal here. That league was a really good league, wasn't it, the, the IHL? It was. It was an older league. It yeah. was uh, a lot you, less uh, prospects. You told me at years ago, I remember you telling me that the, the top – like say 10 guys on a 20-man roster the top 10 were great but the bottom 10 didn't have the depth like you do in the american hockey league yeah nowadays. probably it's it, it was uh maybe the bottom as, five maybe not as many prospects um it was more of a veterans uh league um there are a few teams that had more more uh prospects and and rookies uh i think kalamazoo and that they but um it was it was a good league though. It was uh, you know high end talent and at that point in your career you're still probably a, you're a prospect right? You well, probably fourth year pro maybe. Yeah, fifth it was year pro, fifth year pro or something like that. So, so you're still still a young guy. Uh, yeah, I, I mean obviously I still wanted to get back in the NHL and that was my goal and um, 
I didn't get any offers the year before after St. Louis. So um, you know, just you, you go where you play, and, and uh, you try to make the best of it and try to get better. And things you you come, made the best of it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you come here for those first three seasons. That's like the heyday of Admirals hockey. The Bradley those independent Center, years, yeah. Independent years. Yeah. Fails coaching, yeah. it's run and gun, yeah. which suits your game. For I sure. mean, not that you weren't couldn't play defensively, yeah. but uh, you know you were known for your offensive prowess. Yeah. Uh, the Bradley Center is really new. You've got the names are the names of Admirals lore. Yeah. That must have been really neat to be there at, during that time. It was. It was a lot of fun. Like I said, the the crowds were were big, ten, twelve thousand usually a game, and then. Uh, sometimes you fill a place, so it, w it was very exciting that way. Um, like Again, good hockey, up and down hockey, a lot more towards the offensive side. Right. The defensive side in the eye was, wasn't was as prevalent as, as it is in the American League now. But, uh, you know, and we had some good teams. The first year I was there, was, had a really good team. We uh, lost out to Denver in the semis. But I think we're the two best teams in the league that year. Yeah, that's um, what Phil had told us yeah. that same thing in the same podcast, that the team that the Denver beat in the cross was a, got in because of a crossover. crossover. It was a Kansas City, maybe? Yeah, Kansas City. And, and yeah. that uh, Denver had you know dispatched with them very easily yeah. in the finals. Yeah, and so we had a good series. Uh, we were kind of banged up. I broke my wrist that year, so I was playing with a cast on the whole playoffs. Um, which but you could I, play. I could play. Yep. It was hindered because I couldn't bend my wrist. Um, but who did you that, play with? Who was on your line? Uh, usually, Gino Cavallini was on the one side, and uh, we had a bunch of wingers. But Steve Huddle was there. No, uh -huh. sure, Wisconsin um, kid. Yeah. Well, and you would have played with all of them somewhere along the way too, right? St. Louis organization, Gino, probably, Gino, right? Yeah. Huts, I played with St. Louis and Gino. Gino yeah. was yeah one of my first uh, roommates. Is that right? Uh, in pro hockey, yeah, and uh, and actually his brother Paul, we lived together for a year. Okay. In, in St. Louis, sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, all those guys, a lot of the guys we played with and played against the NHL, and they were all, you know, trying to revive their career in the eye, and, and uh, that's the way it went. My, my experience with the IHL growing up in, in Minnesota in the Twin Cities, the, the Moose came in for a couple of seasons, yeah. and they really hit. It, it, it's so interesting to look at every other city in the league at that time because they were all trying to win and whatever. And Minnesota, it seemed like they were more interested in bringing hometown guys back. Not that they were bad players, but yeah. you had Dave Christian and Larry. It was a lot of Minnesota ties, yeah. other than maybe Stefan Moran, who you probably played yeah, with played in Quebec, Steph, right? Yeah, I played yeah. in Quebec, yeah. Um, yeah, they, I guess they were trying to get the hometown, home right. state, to get the crowd in there. But, uh, you know, they, well, I think they lasted only a couple of years Just there. Just a couple before moving to Winnipeg, yeah. Moved to Winnipeg, but... Uh, yeah, it was it was uh, it was a good league, and that was the year all the expansion, the international league too. They had uh, you know, um, San Francisco Beach, San came Fran, in, yeah. Francisco, Vegas, Atlanta, Atlanta, uh, Phoenix. I mean, there was some, it was major some, league. Yeah, Salt Lake City, I think, was in there, and uh, I, I mean, they would never admit it, but the I that was also right around the time of the NH, first NHL lockout. Yes. So the IHL was almost trying to become the go-to league exactly they would never have said that that's what they're going to do but they had a, a tv contract with espn yeah espn2 a lot of the games yeah right yeah exactly yeah so. and uh probably ended up maybe being the downfall of the league this vast expansion i mean i've heard uh woge say woge or phil say yeah. that san francisco the best part about that team was the cool jackets they had yeah. everything <laughs> else was just a disaster it was it was yeah <laughs> i think they they went too too fast yeah. expanding everything and yeah it yeah, went way of the dodo bird, with I guess, but um, they 
I, I think it was too fast at, at the time. I don't want this to be too personal, but without, and without giving any numbers, I guess I'm just looking for a comparison. At the time, what you would have been making in the NHL to what you made in the IHL, was it was it pretty close, or uh, was it was it quite a bit of well, difference? Well, there's a bit of difference, because uh, those those were the years when all of a sudden those contracts in the NHL jumped. Yeah, started, started, started going jumping. up. Well, that's when your lockout late, was, yeah. Late yeah. Uh, 90s, or early 90s, and then, so uh, it was still, I mean, I guess you compare the rookie salaries and stuff but in the NHL and, okay. and you know a, a guy's probably on a lower end scale but but nowhere near what the top guys were playing. Sure, sure, absolutely. Yeah. So going back to how we started this thing, yeah. you won, right? You won the national title at North Dakota. Yes. You won the Hobie Baker, which is probably what the fifth Hobie Baker, sixth Hobie Baker. First uh, one seventh, was was eighty one, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. One. Yep. And what has been regarded as the best Offensive season and best game. Yeah. College hockey history. Yeah. Talk about that and also talk about you've told us what it's like. What was it like to play in Madison at the Dane County Coliseum and, you know, just yeah. the rivalry that was there with Bob Johnson, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, Jeff Sauer at that time. Well, we had a good we had a good team and it really I know we were really offensive, but I think it started with their goaltender. We had Eddie Belfort in that. Right. And uh, it started with him because he obviously he had a great career but um he hated getting scored on and uh <laughs> his intensity even in practice and his intensity in, in practice all of a sudden you know he didn't want to let in the goal so guys started bearing down right and all of a sudden you, you, the practices got better and better and more intense and because you wanted to score on them and <laughs> and then you know then defense wanted to defend you and and all of a sudden it just made this a better team so it kind of started with him on on out and then uh we had a lot of guys we didn't have a we were, i think we were four guys four or five guys that played in the NHL. nhl and uh but we just had a good solid team um everybody did the roles role playing their their positions uh, everybody just wanted to win yeah and we had a really good group uh i remember getting together we had a big party actually in the, in in the fall and and everybody showed up and we just got we just bonded really well together and and uh, went from there and and again uh, when you have a goaltender like Eddie knowing you're not going to get scored on helps a lot yeah no kidding an offensive player for sure for sure i mean not that we didn't back check or anything but it's it was you, all of a sudden we were just playing faster and faster because we knew he, he'd stop the puck we'd go get it and go the other way yeah. so it, it again it started with him so do you, do you remember where you were when you won the the Hobie Baker when you were told you were the winner? Uh, we were just after practice, he, our Gino Gasparini, our coach, told me a couple of days before um, they presented it. So we were just at practice. and um, he, Just no big he, deal. Well, he pulled me over the side, out the side and told me I won it. And so, But it's not like it is today where it's a big no, like Saturday. The banquet. The, and the yeah. Frozen Four. No, we, it was uh, both um, – I forget. Oh, the, the t we're in Detroit we're playing. We played on a Thursday night. The second game was on a Friday night. Yep. And the championship game was Saturday night. And they presented just a kind of a low-key low key, uh, thing on Friday afternoon. And uh, I think 10 minutes later, I was on the ice practice. We went out for practice. <laughs> so it was, it was, you know, it was, it was a big deal, but it was, wasn't as big as it is now and how they do everything. And 
Well, which is which is great. They come a long way. Charlie mentioned Atlanta in the IHL, but you played there in the National yes. League. How how tough was that? Uh, Rich Peverly told us, what did he say? It was like uh, no fan Tuesdays or something, yeah, no yeah, fan right, Mondays right, or something uh, like that. It was yeah, it, it was, was tough. It was tough. Uh, I was there kind of more beginning of the the franchise. People were very excited. Right, we're excited. Um, but then we didn't have very good teams. Right, you know, we were winning that much and. And you could see the fans throughout the year. It got less and less. And you, you got to build a winner. Even in your first couple of years, you still have to, you know, at least you're, if you're trending upward, not downward, which we're trending downward yeah. during the year. And, and it just got, you know, people want to, people want a winner. Before yeah. you went to Atlanta, yeah. you were in Dallas. Yes. Which takes us back. Where you to got, winning. To winning. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where you won the, the Stanley Cup. Yes. The, the prize. The prize, yeah. Well, what do you remember? What what is so? What is the most memorable thing about that? And run? right now, at that point, you're 12 years roughly into your career, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, playing well, for Ken Hitchcock. Hitch, actually, Hitch was great with me. I I, I love playing for Hitchcock. He uh, is that because you were a veteran? You knew well, the role. You knew the, my role. Yeah, he. You know, he. You hear these stories about him yelling. He. Yeah, he did that. He. He got guys going, but um, with me, he. If guys weren't going, I was kind of a spot duty player I guess so if Medano maybe sat him out a couple shifts I'd take Medano's spot sure whosoever spot I was kind of I was kind of filling in and and playing my own role and you know I get uh, chances on the power play uh, so he he played me my role yeah. I was a role player and uh, I, I played my role and and he was uh, he trusted me as a player I guess and he played me whenever whenever like uh, Hall, Brett Hall was out for game I think four in the Stanley Cup final in Buffalo, and I was played on the right wing with Medano and Lettinen. Yeah. So, wow. Um, you know, he trusted me as a player, and as a player, you you like that, and you went out and played hard. I heard that the, the, the I don't know if there's several Stanley Cup parties, but I heard of one, and I don't know if this is true, and I'm hoping maybe you can corroborate some <laughs> of it. I think it was I a, I think it was <laughs> at, I think it was at Guy Carbonos and Pantera was playing. Is that right? Well, and the, the cup got thrown out into the pool, and yeah, it, um, it got a chip out of it. Uh, there was no chip out. I think okay. it got dented a little bit. But, okay. Um, uh, but Pantera, they were they were around us all year. They're uh, a Dallas band. They're yeah. a Dallas band, and. Uh, those guys, uh, I think Ludwig really got to know them first, but they they hung out all year in the dress. They, you know, we see them in the uh, the <laughs> wives' room and just <laughs> hung out like right. normal guys and just love coming to the games and. Uh, Which, you know, just yeah. like hockey players, yeah. artists are normal people too, right? They, they, they enjoy whatever. So, yeah. but it's such it's so odd. It's such a juxtaposition yeah. to see them out of like they're not performing. For sure. Right. I had a run in one time with uh, Tommy Shaw. Yeah, from, uh, <laughs> from Sticks. Yeah, Sticks. from Sticks. Yep. And he introduced himself as Tom Shaw, and he's, <laughs> but he's wearing his garb that was like he's supposed to be on stage with. And I was thinking, I had this surreal thought, yeah. like, this is so ridiculous yep. that this guy's talking to me. Yeah. And he's wearing what, if you saw him walking down the street like this, it would be so odd. Yep. And the same thing with Pantera. Yep. But they just were, were just, just the guys they, that they, hung out. They're fans. They still actually play their song. They made a song for us in the Dallas Stars after they score a goal. Okay. It's still they still that, play that, is that right? game. That's a Pantera, That's Pantera. song. Huh? They yeah, they uh they made it for the playoff run and and wow. Uh, yeah, so it was uh we played it before every game and, and <laughs> just kind of a quick thing. They went in the studio. I think they have a, they had the studio in one of the guys houses and and did a thing one afternoon and 
Was it weird? It was, was it because I, I don't know I don't know what the, the when I look in the locker room now for the Milwaukee Admirals it's a lot of country music fans yep. there's rap music played and I mean there's different kinds well, of music there's no doubt right yeah. all over the place but I don't know that anybody is heavy pick, metal uh, yeah that like that right yeah um, I guess it's yeah there time just though. times uh, we had a lot of guys that were in the heavy metal yep. and, and uh, country everything you know the hip hop was kind of just coming out really around the league and. Not that many guys were into it, yeah. but um, it was more country and then rock. Yeah, yeah. So, well, what did you do with your day with the cup? Uh, well, actually, they, they kind of switched dates on us really late in the summer. So, we uh, the so we back home in Thunder Bay. No, we were actually just in Dallas because the girls were starting school oh, again. Sure. So we we just ended up taking it to every classroom in their school. They were oh, I think, wow. third and fourth grade. Oh my gosh! And I think the school went up to fifth grade. Yeah. So every classroom got it, and we really just a couple friends around around town, not really low key. I thought yeah. I thought I was the cool dad because I brought Roscoe in <laughs> to my kids' school. The Stanley yeah. Cup would win. I can't imagine yeah. what it's like yeah. being showing up with the Stanley Cup. Yeah, they were. I know the teachers knew about it, but they uh, they couldn't tell anybody because they didn't want all the parents. Oh yeah, sudden showing up yeah, the, in right. the school and everything, uh, and because it, it was just it's for the kids. Yeah, and the, I know the kids. We still have all the letters that they all wrote us and everything, so it was it was pretty neat. Kids were excited. So after that, and it's a few years after your Stanley Cup yep. winning, but let's get back to how you got back to Milwaukee, roughly yep. ten years from when you yep. first came, right? Yeah. Um, after you had played it, right after you played it in Atlanta. Yeah. So uh, I finished '03 in Atlanta, and uh, again, still waiting for. A contract. So waiting for an NHL team yeah. to call, and I guess everybody lost my number, and uh, <laughs> I didn't get a call. And uh, I know Poyle called me during the year, uh, uh, Mr. Poyle from the Ad, uh, Nashville Predators, yeah. uh, to see what I was doing, and and uh, I just said, you know, I'm still waiting for an NHL deal. He said, okay, and and uh, so I kept waiting, waiting, and again, no call. And so it was around Halloween uh, that I called. Uh, Mr. Poyle and and said I'd love to come play for the Admirals and and that was that's how pretty much I got here again. Well, and I know it, it changed a lot. I know Phil went down the hall. Wojo tells the story that Phil said we got a game changer coming and <laughs> right. the and all of this. Is back. And uh, and all you did was help the team win a championship. Yeah. Well, again, that, that was one of the funnest teams I've ever been on uh, in my pro career. Uh, just we had a bunch of personalities. Some you know guys that are funny that kind of got the room going and and uh everybody got along you know a lot of teams sometimes there's clicks here and there and you try to stay away from that but everybody got along everybody did things together and mm -hmm. uh it, w it was a lot of fun it was uh, a lot of younger longer got younger guys and you know they make fun of us older guys and right. you know it was all all in good taste and and uh, a lot of good fun and and uh, and again we we came together as a team i think we um we we're kind of average through the December, and then we were kind of—I think we went on a 17-3-1 run or something like that in January, February, and yeah. and we thought we had something good going had here. Something so special, yeah. Le led by yeah. two old guys, right? Well, you and Wade Flair. Yeah, and you could throw Brad Tiley and in there Brad too. Tiley, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he was a little, a couple years younger than I am, but uh, yeah. but yeah. So uh, and the, again, the young guys—we had some youth on our on our uh, team again, Hadar and. Gamash and Gamash. Fiddler and yeah. Wyatt Smith and Hutchinson and so we had guys that that you know wanted to, were trying to prove themselves and to get the NHL and uh, everybody played hard. What do you remember about 
winning the, that night. That what is it? Oh, seven to yeah. seven to two. Seven yeah. to two in, yeah. in Wilkes-Barre. It was. I we came out. I know the day before, um, we had a, we went and practice. I think Wilkes-Barre had a day off, and we were kind of going, well, why shouldn't I really have a day off? Trying to win this Calder a Cup. Calder you know? Cup, and right? The players were thinking that. We were kind of like. Yeah, a little bit. Let's get know. to work. Let's yeah, let's get to work. And so, you know, we wanted to practice, and uh, then we we came out flying. I think we scored a few goals in the first period. Soon, yeah, yeah really quick. And then you just saw them deflate. Yeah. And then so it was, you know, obviously you had to play the rest of the game, but it was kind of over the first period. Yeah. And uh, and then I think we came in with a six or seven one lead after the two. After two, sure. And. Uh, I think 10 minutes left, I told Phil I don't want to play anymore. I just want to watch. And, and <laughs> take it all take in. Take it all in. It was, it was a lot of fun watching young young guys, you know, enjoy, play hard, and and, uh, and win, the, win the Calder Cup. It was, it was a fantastic year. That, that playoff run that we had that year, you scored one of the goals that is one of the iconic goals still in, in every, Admiral's yep, history. Still in the video everywhere. Uh, it's against Chicago. Yeah. I think it's game two. Game, no, it's game one against Chicago. Kari Lettinen, yeah. who is, I believe, I don't know, is, is Lettinen still playing? I, I think he's just done. Just done. Just, yeah. Or he he's in a, Europe. He was a first-round pick. Very yeah. good goalie. Really good goalie. Had a great NHL career. Yeah. And we're we basically are much better than Chicago, except Kari yeah. Lettinen is there. And For sure. Double overtime. Puck gets, yeah. it's a shot from the left side. You're on the right post. Yeah. You're the only person who sees it. Yeah. Do you want to yeah, do I, that? Yeah. It was it was kind of slow motion for me. Uh, I saw the shot, and I saw the puck in the air, and I I kind of looked around for a second and saw nobody was even the ref was kind he, of looking right, for Lettinen it. Lettinen is still he he squared he's, up over he squared up kind of to top right of his side, crease, yeah. and I and I didn't move. It just puck just came perfectly right to me, and I hit it out of the air. And again, nobody knew where it was until it was in the back of the net. You hit it out of the air. A couple of things for me are <laughs> remarkable about that play. One, that you just hit it out of the air, right? Like that's waist high, yeah. Right, and number two, that you didn't high stick it in. Right, right? yeah. Well, that's the, I'm sure that's the temptation. You, you know what? And I thought about that again. It was really weird because it, it was slow motion for me. I don't know why, but I, I thought went through my head. Don't wait till it comes down a right. little bit further. Yeah. Don't don't raise your stick. Yep. <laughs> and I tried not to bring attention to myself where I, right, I was looking for it. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of waited and waited and, and nobody saw it until it came down. So, and there it was, it <laughs> we should wrap this up here pretty quick, pretty soon, I think. Uh, but I, I want to, after, after you were done playing, you yeah. helped out with the admirals a little bit. Yep. You became the first coach at Concordia. Yes. And then you came back to play. Yeah. A couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? What was that? And by the way, the one season, I think it was 11, is that the year that Houston no. played Manitoba in the conference final, no, or at least nine. the division? Nine. In nine. We, well, we ended up beating, beating the Admirals. Admirals. Exactly. Houston games. beat the Admirals and then played Manitoba. Yes. And I think the top two scores after that series were you and Mike Keene uh, in, the, in, the, in all of the playoffs, no, at least no, in the no, West. I you think, guys were up there. I think uh, Corey, I can't remember his name. Conacher? No, no. no. Corey. Uh, he would have been with us in Nolan. Yeah. A couple guys, we had a couple guys. Uh, Corey Locke. Corey Locke yeah. was okay. the top in Hamilton. Scorer. Yeah. Okay. Well, he was with he was us. In Houston. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, and uh, and I think a couple guys in Hershey were were up there too. Okay. So, um, I, w I think I was second or third on the team in Houston, but okay. I wasn't up there in the league. But 
I guess top ten in the playoffs. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. So, but you and Mike Mike Keane, he could and have you guys were and, and you guys were teammates in Dallas, Dallas. Had, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was it was a lot of fun coming back, but uh, it was getting a little old there. Was it tough? I mean, how tough <laughs> it was, was it? Tough. It was the first month was tough. First, actually, a couple of weeks were because you're just getting hit again and it was that yeah. stopping and starting. Yeah. You know. It, you know, I, I skated before that, but you never really stop and start and get hit. And right. You have to really dig to get back into the play and that. And But after about two, three weeks, after the, well, four weeks, I was played the played uh, the whole month of March, I guess. The start of the playoffs, I got my timing back. Everything kind of seemed to get back in the, to the swing. Old, <laughs> the yeah. old self and uh, play started slowing down a little bit more, handle the puck better, skating better, just. So the and then we had a pl- good playoff run. So yeah, it was uh it was a lot of fun though. It was it was fun coming back. How early did you know about coming back? And you talk about you played all of March. I mean, did did they call you in February or did uh, was it something that actually a guy called me in December right after Christmas to uh, go down to Peoria and play a game because they were short guys. Oh really? Oh, really? Whoa whoa whoa! I <laughs> said just one game. Was, was this <laughs> Troy? Who, who called uh, you? Luke Strand. Luke oh, did. Luke's okay. Yeah. yeah, I know Luke. Yeah. So. I'm I'm going because uh, the summer before he said you know maybe I'll give you a call to play I said oh, I wasn't thinking anything about yeah, it yeah sure so fine whatever he called after su- again Christmas uh, and I'm going well I I haven't skated at all he goes well I'll just you know get in shape and maybe we'll call you in in March so yeah that's what happened <laughs> so amazing yeah it was a lot of fun did it scratch an itch did yeah. you did you know that that was it or well did yeah you? yeah that was it yeah uh, yeah but it was, it was nice to things. it was it was it was it was neat coming back. It was, yeah. I was off for four years, and so I, I went back, and it was it was a lot had of fun. You, had you officially retired and I'm all of that? I'm still not officially retired. Well, that's right. what I'm wondering, because there's paperwork, whatever, right? No, all I, I, I've never signed anything, so I you don't You just know. haven't played? No. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> so maybe. So always there's, right? there's always, yeah, I was going to say, that the window is, the door is open yeah. still. Uh, real quick, let's finish yep. up with what you're doing now. You've been scouting for Tampa Bay for a few years. Yeah, this is my fifth year now with Tampa Bay, and, you know, Again, get to come here in Milwaukee and see everybody and uh, just travel around the league watching games and, and try to make our uh, Tampa better. Yeah. Yep. Well, they've been okay. So you have, right. you have, an, as a scout, you have an assignment. Uh, like you scout certain teams. Yes, right? I have uh, organizations? Right now eight different organizations. So, so you I have got to see NHL, the AHL and, and the NHL, NHL, yes. So That's a lot of travel. A lot of travel. Is it weird not to be invested in the game at all? Yes and no. I mean, you, there's nights when you want to go, you know, you just kind of like want to yeah. tell guys things. But then there's games when, you know what, after a game, I'm sleeping well. I'm not worried about right. power play. <laughs> and or, right. if it's a blowout, you can leave with five minutes <laughs> to go exactly, in the game. Exactly, exactly. So I, asked, I asked Nick Beverly one time because he did everything. Yeah. He coached, G, yeah. all of this stuff, yeah. right? And you've kind of done the same thing. Yeah. What is Other than being a player, yeah. is this the best job? I like it. You know, you, you have to... I like being on my own, which you're a lot. Yeah. As a scout, you're different places. You're traveling by yourself, so I, I have no problem with that. Um, I but I just love watching hockey. Yeah. So, I I enjoy it. I, you know, every game I I don't get tired of it. Yeah. I get I I, I still have to learn to type because I got to do the reports. <laughs> but I right. I'm still two finger typer. <laughs> Hunting uh, pecking, huh? Hunting pecking, um, but. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun, you and then you see guys that you played with, sure, that are scouts and see everybody right. that it's a fraternity for sure 
for sure. So I, I'm enjoying it a lot. You could do the Bob Euchre thing where Euchre was a scout for the Brewers, and on every paper he put, could be a major leaguer. Yeah, could, could be, be a major yeah, leaguer. Yeah, could yeah. Be, he's, he's never wrong. He's never wrong. Never wrong. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Herc, for thanks sure. so much for doing oh, this. this. We really thanks. appreciate it. Thanks for having me. That's the great Tony Herc as his number 26 retired by the Admirals. Uh, and by the way, before we let you go, yep. number 20 is going to be retired in yes. February. Darren Hadar, yes. obviously, we, you mentioned to him earlier. Yep, yep. Pretty neat, huh? Pretty, very neat. I'll be here for that one. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Tony Herc is joining us, and that'll do it. We'll wrap things up. Thanks for listening to the Milwaukee Admirals Podcast.